This is a production of Dermcast TV, brought to you by the Society of Dermatology PAs during our summer meeting in San Diego, California, June 2017. Well, welcome back for those of you that have come back. How many people here uh, do microneedling? And how many people do RF microneedling? Nobody. Okay. Well, well, you don't count. <laughs> well, that's that's good because then I'm going to be able to tell you about something that's very new and very exciting. Um, you know, as you know, I in our Newport Dermatology and Laser Associates, we do you know general derm, and we do cosmetic derm, and cosmetic derm is made up of Botox and fillers and lasers and light sources and you know all the other good things that go along with it, including radio frequency. And we started with, uh, I mean, I started doing radio frequency back, I don't know, 2000 and I think seven or six with Thermage. And I, I, you know, I know you've all heard of Thermage. And, and it's one of those treatments that puts a lot of energy into the skin and the patients wear a pad on their back, grounding pad, and goes right through their system. And, and it works about half the time that you do it. So, it, you know, it's, it's one of those treatments that either it works for you or it doesn't. And um, I'll tell you a little story about Thermage. And, you know, I, I, I do consults on every single uh, cosmetic patient in my practice um, because I want to set expectations like I mentioned earlier. And I had a lady in my office a few months ago who was interested in, in Thermage for tissue tightening and after I went through the whole consult and the cost, you know, to do her cheeks, which was about $1,500, because oh, I don't know whether to do that or retile my bathroom. I said, ma'am, retile your bathroom. <laughs> you know, because, you know, a lot of these devices that we have, you can't count on them to always work. And, but some people get great results and some don't hardly see anything. But this, with the addition now of microneedling, I think we have a much better shot at tissue tightening um, because with certain microneedling devices, and there, there are probably a dozen RF devices on the market. So I happen to use one made by Endymed, but there are, you know, it's Thermi and there's, you know, uh, Cineron makes one, and just there's a whole bunch of them. And so what, what you need to do is you need to, when you go to a, a conference where they have the exhibits, the exhibitors, you need to go to each booth if this isn't appealing to you and talk to them and see, you know, what fits your style of practice the best. That's how I chose Endymed. Um, there are others where they're more invasive, where you actually put a probe into the skin and, and you get your RF energy that way and you probably get a better result, but that's an invasive procedure. And I go home at night and I don't think about what I've done that day because I don't do anything that's really invasive other than the CO2 laser. So I, I sleep very well at night and I don't have mandibular nerve damage and things like that. And so anyway, and I don't inject fillers under the eyes because I'm just afraid of, of blindness. So uh, I, so I pick and choose what I do, and that's how I pick and choose the devices that I purchase. So I would recommend that you do the same, that you pick 
what fits your personality or you know, the personality of your practice. And I think if you do that, you'll, you'll be a much happier camper. Sorry about that, I went on a rant. <laughs> and I do that every now and then. And when I look at devices, there, there are four criteria, if I can remember them, that I use to purchase something. First of all, it has to work. Second of all, it has to be safe. Third, there has to be peer review literature that backs it up, not just white papers. And fourth, it has to be delegatable. Okay? I have to be able to turn it over to my staff, my RNs or my daughter who's a PA, you know, to, to do the procedures because my time is better spent doing the consults than sitting in, in a room doing a procedure for an hour or so. So again, the only procedure, major procedure that I do in my practice is the uh, CO2 laser. So we'll move, move along now. So there's all types of different, like I mentioned to you earlier, RF devices. And, um, you know, there's, and they're kind of based on how many generators they have, and I'll get into that in a moment. So what, what is radio frequency? And a lot of people think, I mean, is it like turning on a radio, or you know, you know, how, how loud do I have to make it to make it work? And that's not how it works. Um, tissue heating is, is really through the body's resistance to the electricity going into it. And, and that's really Joule's law, but that's physics. The, one of the nice things about radio frequency is it's colorblind. So unlike lasers and light sources, you can treat all skin types with radio frequency. So I, I think that that is a huge advantage over um, some of the other devices on the market. And the electrical, the electrical conductivity depends on the frequency of the electrical current and its temperature. So these are just kind of the basic science things of, of radio frequency. So when I mentioned to you earlier about the different types of radio frequency, so you have monopolar, which is like thermage, you have the bipolar, you have multi-source, and then you have fractional needle RF, and that's what I use. So again, you just decide what works the best for you. Um, so monopolar, uh, you have one generator and uh, one electrode, and it, you, it, the penetration goes through the skin, through the body, and out through the grounding pad. So for those of you that do thermage, that's essentially what you're doing. And it, it can be very, as you know, thermage can be very uncomfortable. Uh, bipolar uh, technology, uh, because if you only have two generators in there, you're just going from positive to negative, and so it's, it stays pretty superficial. And you, I think you'll have a more difficult time treating uh, deeper issues like scar tissue and things like that, and also a skin laxity. Uh, multipolar, uh, again, you're, you're using uh, electrodes, but you only have superficial penetration. You don't need any cooling because the energy is being split between two or more of the receiving electrodes. So it's, it's a pretty painless procedure. And then multi-source, and this is what I'm using, it's kind of a new way of doing it. It's focused, but you have, because you have so many generators, you're having different levels of penetration. And you know, this is theoretical, but it, you'll see in other uh, slides that it really does work that way. Uh, it's very safe, but it, 
The way we do it, it's not painless. If you just made one pass, yeah, maybe you could say it was painless or you could put numbing cream on and say it was no big deal. But what I have found in my practice is that you need to do multiple passes in order to achieve really good results. So like, like most treatments, like the old Fraxel laser. I mean, remember you had to make like eight passes to, to get anything from it. Well, it's the same with this because it's fractionated. So you're, you're, not, you're not hitting all the skin when you do the treatment. So if you make multiple passes, you're, you're getting a lot more uh, of that energy into the, the collagen and uh, you're gonna get a lot more fibroblast stimulation and you're gonna get more collagen stimulation. So, and, and you can, and the other nice thing is you, you can personalize the parameters of, of the treatment with, this, with these devices. So depending on the, the patient's feedback in terms of their skin temperature, you can adjust your settings. So this is uh, three deep and um, dermal heating with the Endymed, and you can see the difference between the bipolar configuration and uh, the three deep configuration. So you, you see that you're getting much deeper penetration with the Endymed's three deep configuration. So that's one of the, re one of the reasons why I chose this device because I, I was hoping that by getting deeper penetration I would get better results, especially for acne scarring. But let, let's, let me just get off this for a second and talk about acne scarring. Up until about two years ago, I only treated acne scarring with the CO2 laser. That was it. And the results were sometimes good, sometimes not so good. You know, it just it depended on the types of scars. Um, you know, if they have rolling scars, they'll do much better than if they have box car. Uh, ice pick scars, you have to punch out, suture, and then do your treatment. Um, so I was really looking for something that might work almost as well and without all the, the downtime, the anesthesia, and the other problems that are associated with the CO2 laser. And speaking to some of my colleagues at some of the meetings, they were, they were very effusive with praise about doing RF microneedling to treat acne scars. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna give it a try. And what I have found is that it works as well, if not better, than the CO2 laser, the fractionated CO2 laser. And I, so I now no longer treat acne scars with the laser. I only use the RF microneedling. And you can see because you get such night, the penetration is six millimeters. That's pretty darn deep in the skin. And, and this is um, where they've used um, uh, fat lobules um, and, uh, from a duck. And you can see the penetration of the... Um, of the energy going, the heat flow into the collagen fibers. So this is real science. This is, this is what I love about you know, the, the field that we are in. We, we have products out there where there's real research that's done. And that's why I said one of the criteria for buying a device has to be um, a device that has peer review literature. And that, that always makes me feel a little bit more comfortable when I buy something. So what are some of the technical advantages? Um, as you can see here, um, with, bi with bipolar configuration versus the, um, the Endymed deep penetration, you can see the six millimeters versus only 1.5 millimeters. 
And then this shows you a 10% reduction in the thickness of the hypodermis. And this is using um, ultrasound studies. And this is before, and then that's after. And there's some more photos here that I think are really interesting. The, when you look at these papillae, you see that the, uh, the narrow papillae are features of a healthier, younger skin. So the ones on the right, the after, are, look much better than the ones on the left. And again, this is just you know, your real basic science, but I think it's important to see this kind of stuff. And then here you have finer, more dense, and better arranged collagen fibers on the after versus the before. And this was, these are all published. So what happens when you um, do RF or any RF, especially with RF mic microneedling? You have two responses. You have an immediate response, and then you have a delayed response. But that's important because when you tell patients, you know, I'm going to treat your, your scars, at one week, Gilbert looks like a genius because the patients come back and they may be swollen. So, of course, their scars look better. At two weeks, they want their money back because all the swelling's gone and all the scars reappear. So, as part of that consultation, I make sure they understand. I tell them what I just told you, that, you know, 